Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. What am I resisting? Now, it might sound negative, but actually it's uh, in a question form. It's a really great, it's a really great question. So this is, this is kind of interesting. I have, so I've got a couple of books in front of me. I have uh, Think and Grow Rich working with, and working with the law. And in, from Hill's work, he basically said that there were seven major positive emotions and seven major uh, negative emotions. And I think that, I think that's a, that's a good basis for a start uh, is for like for the awareness of what you're experiencing on a regular basis. Um, the positive emotions are desire, faith, love, sex, enthusiasm, romance, and hope. Now, the negative ones that he talked about are fear, jealousy, hatred, revenge, greed, superstition, and anger. The, the, the reason that I'm saying today is... Um, what am I resisting is because I think we need to add resistance to that. I think resistance is, and you know what? The other thing is that I don't necessarily agree that these are just emotions. It's also a state of mind. Like it can be a state of focus for a person. So the idea is what are the ones that we need to pay attention to that get in our way from seeing the truth and cause us to keep creating things that we don't want so that we can move forward. The idea is that you're going to come up against certain things every time you're going for a breakthrough, every time you're growing as a person. And one of the things that you'll come up against is resistance. It will always be there because it's the natural state that our subconscious mind kind of shoots forward um, to keep you from changing, right? And it could be that a person gets defensive or they just don't see something um, or they resist, they resist a lesson over and over again. A problem keeps showing up that they want to break through. And for whatever reason, they're not breaking through. And it's like, what am I not seeing? What am I resisting? Okay. What is it that I'm resisting? So the idea is that we want to get clear on that, but there's some, there's some stuff here that's behind this. Um, Hill says, positive and negative emotions cannot occupy the mind at the same time. One must dominate. And it's your responsibility to make sure that positive emotions constitute the dominating influence in your mind. Here, the law of habit will come to your aid. Form the habit of applying and using positive emotions. Eventually, they will dominate your mind so completely that the negatives cannot enter it. Now, I kind of, when I first read that, when I first started studying Hill, I kind of thought like, oh, I would have like this barrier up in my mind that would keep me from uh, absorbing negative emotions. And that's not what, what it is at all. What it is, is that once you see the falseness, once you see the lie in the negativity, there's, no, there's nothing to absorb. You, you don't see it as anything real. You know, it's not something that affects you in any way. Um, you can you can see it, you can observe it, and you know because of your experience and the way that you've trained yourself to think that there's nothing there. It's just somebody else's illusion 
of what's going on or what they're experiencing. Because whenever a person's experiencing something, it is a projection of their own thinking. Uh, it's their own state of mind. It's where they are, right? And, uh, and that's why, like, the Bible talks so much about not judging, because the moment you go into judgment, it's about you. It's not about what you're seeing. So then the question is, well, what am I resisting in myself where I can't see the truth? And that's where the problem comes in. Um, in, in working with the law, under the law of compensation, one of, the, one of the things that I studied for a long time was this sentence. Like, it's so powerful, and it kind of just, it just gets you thinking back and forth. He says, only when we cease to recognize a condition do we cease to attract it. The only way we can cease to recognize things is to change our minds about them. Now, think about that. I, I was, when I first started reading this, I was like, well, how do you not recognize a condition? Like that's, I mean, you see it. What if, like, what if it's a real problem that you're having in your life? You know, what if somebody's ill or somebody died or somebody left you or from whatever circumstance you went broke or something? Like if you're really experiencing it, how do you cease to recognize it? And then he says, and in the second sentence is, the only way we can cease to recognize things is to change our, our minds about them. And I think the secret to that, the, the gem in there, is in that second sentence. So if we change our minds about them, what are we doing? We're seeing the truth in something. So we no longer recognize it as our paradigm would see it. And that's extremely important. Because when we do that, we stop judging. Because when we start judging, we're going to go into blame. And if we go into blame, we have to ask ourselves, why do I have the need to blame? What, does that, what is that actually doing for me to, to blame? Because blame is a form of resistance. So we have to think, what am I seeing? What is it that I'm experiencing? What problem is before me? that I'm recognizing as a problem and it keeps showing up over and over again. I mean, the old way of looking at this would be, well, so you're, why are you doing that? In some way, it's serving you. Yeah, that's good, but it doesn't always get to the root of what's, what the deal is. You know, you have to kind of look at the process sometimes of how is this actually playing out in my life. And here's another thing. It doesn't necessarily have to be something that's negative. It can be just something that you're, you're trying to achieve. You know, like when you're going for that, like you see people will go for a money goal over and over and over again. And they, they keep falling short year after year after year. They just can't seem to get over that, over that goal. But the astounding thing about it is generally they'll keep earning the same amount of money. And if you can earn whatever you earn, you could earn 10 times what you earn. You can earn 100 times what you earn. The only difference is leverage in time. So what is it that we're resisting? And then we, what do we do when we have a problem? We, we look for what's causing the problem. 
But if you, if it's a repetitive thing where you're looking for what causes the problem, but you're not discovering what it is and you keep repeating the pattern over and over again, your mind is seeing something different in the problem. It's seeing some kind of reality in the problem that's causing you to stay stuck. So then he says, this is from another chapter. So that one was from the law of compensation. This one's from the law of resistance. He says, true harmony cannot come from inharmony nor peace from discord. Resistance fails because it's not in accord with harmony and order, which is the law. So when we're in resistance, we're not in harmony. We're in harmony with whatever reason our subconscious mind needs that problem to stay there. Therefore, from a vibrational level, we keep repeating it over and over and over again. But in our frustration, it wants to cause us to blame something. And when we blame, what are we really doing? We, are, we, we want, it's a loss of control in our mind. For those of you that are control freaks out there, you want to control it. But when you don't understand what's causing it, the way to control it is to blame or to judge. But that does something very dangerous because it never allows me. Yeah, blame gives away our power and our responsibility. That's true. But it does something very different in the mind. It, it, you're actually repeating a false cause to yourself. You're repeating a false cause. You're saying, this is the cause of why I can't do this, that, or the other. It's because of this. So what are we doing? Like creatively, energetically, we're naming it. We're naming it. We're making that the cause in our mind. But when we do that, we're out of harmony with what we said we wanted. So we're not, on, we're not a vibrational match at that moment. Like there's many steps to resistance depending on what it is that a person's experiencing and how they do it, but it's resistance nonetheless, which takes you out of harmony, which takes you out of order. And we've, I mean, I have, we have gone through so many things so far on, on the fact of how we have to have order, right? We have to be in that integral order with the thing that we desire in order, to, in order to, to manifest it in our life. Next, he says, if a, if a person resists a situation, he will, he will have it with him always. If a person resists a situation, he will have it with him always. If he tries to run away from it, like a shadow, it will follow him. And repeatedly, will, he will meet it again. If he ignores the hardness of the condition and fearlessly works around it, he will find, find a time when the hard condition will leave, be absorbed, and removed. So accept the condition as some evidence of good. Accept the condition as some evidence of good. To extend a loving thought to anyone or anything removes the opposition and it removes the opposition that's once there. This removal must first be in the person's conscious, consciousness. Once the thought of anonymity is 
is removed from your consciousness, you will not attract the same condition again. So you have to get out of blame. And you can call it whatever you want. Whether you're just saying, well, I'm just identifying this thing as a problem or I'm identifying this as the cause of my problem. If it's not giving you the clarity to break through, but you're stuck on that this is the cause of the problem, you're actually in blame. Which is an inner projection or an outer projection of your inner world. Why do you need to blame? Blame gives you control. It's very powerful, but it's, a, it's, a, it's an awful cycle. And the thing to know about this is that you can have many breakthroughs in your life and still get stuck in this. Now, the equal and opposite side of this is the part that's really kind of fascinating if you think about this. If you tirelessly blame something or resist something to stay in a position, what does the opposite offer for you? that may be perceived as some kind of a threat. Why would you so ardently hold on to one position? Well, I think the secret to that is in the idea of why a person's doing it to begin with. In its root, it's control. So something about the other side makes you feel out of control. The particulars will be different for every person in every situation that you do this in. But ultimately, it makes sense when you think about what the subconscious mind's motive operandi is. It, it, it needs to know that you're going to be safe in whatever you're doing. And it cannot stand the idea of not knowing. And especially if you've had a past or a childhood where somebody else had control or abused your position in life. Because those people double down on control in their adulthood. It's what helps them really feel certain on the inside. Okay? So that's a lot to think about today. But I think that it's a really good lesson with the idea of resistance. It's a bit of a deeper dive. So think about it. Uh, go through it in your books, but really think about what is the process that you're doing when you go into resistance. You have a process. Each one of you has a specific process. Do you go in denial? Do you go into blame? Do you go into denial then blame? Uh, do you go into confusion? How does it affect your body? Does, does it make you feel sad? Does it make you feel depressed? Do you procrastinate? Do you walk away? Right? Like, what is, what, how do you do this? What is your strategy for staying in the resistance? Okay. All right. Have a great day. I and mean, here's another thing. Oh, one more thing. Here's, here's another place this will help. Watch other people do it. Don't tell them you're watching them, but just observe. So you, the, because the more you can see the pattern, It'll help you break the illusion in your own mind. Remember, all negative patterns create an illusion. That's one of the powers of us staying in it. If we can't see the truth, it becomes very difficult for us to get there because it has to maintain a complete conscious thought all the time. All right? All right, everybody. I hope you have a magnificent day.
Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.